Blog Talk Radio. Sharing the love of Christ 24-7. Can I talk to you, my friend, for a moment? See, there were signs, and you know I saw it coming. But after it was done, I knew I should have done it. But now that it's done, I'm reaping what? Here's the thing, I wish I could erase it Another bad decision and I gotta face it I'm all messed up and feeling kind of crazy But now that it's done, I'm reaping pain that's coming from like the walls are caving in and I can't escape. I'm trying to catch my breath so I don't suffocate. I'm hurt and confused for holding on cause I know he'd never leave me alone. Although right now I see less sunshine and more rain. It'll be over soon, so I praise him in my pain. I cried so many tears, and no one could console me. I know that you're the potter, so you use this time to mold me. Keep me 
Amen. Thank you for tuning in to SPSN with the live with me, your host, Deandra. And you have just heard my Yoki praise him in my pain. How many of you out there are going to praise God despite of it all, despite what the enemy is throwing at you, despite what life is throwing at you? Amen. There is no stopping my praise. There is no stealing my joy because it's through the joy of the Lord that I have my strength. Amen. And so I hope that you have your strength on today. Your joy is full and filled in the Lord. Amen. Um, thank you all for tuning in. Again, I'm just excited to have you all here with me. I got a great broadcast today. And not only is it a broadcast, but I believe that's going to encourage you and uh, propel you um, in your walk with the Lord. We have a spotlight guest on today. Um, her name is Prophet. Karen, and uh, she has a word from on high, a word from the Lord that I know that you are going to be blessed by. Amen. So this is what I want you to do. I want you to hit your Facebook, your Twitter, tweet somebody, text somebody, Facebook somebody, Snapchat somebody, whatever you got in your hand. We want you to do that and let them know that Host Yandra is on the air live here on SPS and Listen Live. Also share the number 310-982-4274. Meanwhile, let me share just a little bit about Prophet um, Karen. Actually, you know what? I'm going to get her on the line. I want her to share with, with us um, her ministry of being Prophet, you know, being the voice of the Lord. Hello, Prophet Karen. How are you this evening? I'm doing pretty good. How are you? I'm great. I'm good. I'm blessed. I'm I'm honored to have you on the show. I thank God that I was able to talk to you on yesterday, and I'm again able to talk to you on today. Um, Can you share with our listening audience uh, a a little bit about your ministry? Because I know that you have a word from the Lord that you would want to share with our listening audience. So share with them um, about your ministry. Um, well, at this time, I'm in the process. I actually train evangelists and prophets um, with birthing out their ministry because people think just because they recognize the call on their life that they're ready to go out. And that's not the truth. I mean, you can recognize the call on your life, and that's all well and good, and it can be confirmed by more than one person. But nevertheless, it's, you have to birth out these gifts. And Paul talks about that in First Corinthians chapter 15, where he says we don't labor in vain. So just like in the natural, when people uh, have a baby and they give birth to it, you know, before it's time, like before nine months or, you know, before those 36 weeks, the baby ends up in the neonatal NICU or whatnot, being a, you know, having to sustain a lot of medical care, special medical care to ensure proper development. So that's what I kind of try to help evangelists and prophets profit do to ensure that they have proper development when they're, you know, once they know that they're called. Um, Because people have so many questions about the prophetic mantle because it's the most misunderstood office, I would say, 
of the fivefold ministry gets, and that's spoken about in Ephesians four eleven and twelve. Amen. Amen. You said a mouthful there, especially about, you know, we can receive the call from God upon our lives, but we have to have someone that can birth us in, you know, and and develop us, um, you know, nurture us um, into that calling. Um, Now, I don't want to prolong, um, you know, what God has placed in your heart to speak to us about because it's very important that we receive the word that God has. For us, so go ahead and um, you know share what God has placed upon your heart. I give the the floor and the show to you right now. Um, God has placed upon my heart to talk about the fivefold ministry gifts and why they are important. The fivefold ministry gifts are important because when we look at Ephesians two and twenty. And I'm going to go to that now. It talks about um, Jesus Christ being the chief apostle. And I'm going to explain that. I'm coming from New King James. And it says in New King James, Ephesians 2 and 20, that heaven having been built on the foundations of apostles and prophets with Jesus Christ being the chief cornerstone. That means that Jesus Christ is the chief apostle, meaning that he has mastered every single office within the fivefold ministry. In Ephesians 4, 11, and 12, it says, um, and I'm going to read that as well. Because we talk about how the fivefold ministry gifts and Jesus Christ giving these offices to the church. And it says in Ephesians 11 and 12, So Christ himself gave the apostles, the prophets, the evangelists, the pastors, and the teachers to equip his people for the works of service so the body of Christ could be built up, basically for the perfection of the saints. And as we look at the church right now, we know that the body of Christ has yet to be perfected. So these particular offices, that is the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher must all be present present in the body of Christ in order for it to flow effectively. And what happens when you don't have all these gifts available to a particular um, church because the apostle doesn't have to be a member of that congregation, but he can work closely with the pastor. Um, Is that the pastor is trying to do things that he is not equipped to do. And being that the pastor is in the very forefront of of most um, churches today, The pastor is only mentioned one time in scriptures. And what it means in the Greek, it means shepherd. Um, And by all means, I'm not putting the pastor down. But if a person only walks in that particular office and that's it, um, they're not equipped to, 
to plant uproot things and set order like the apostle, and that's what the apostle does. The apostle plants um, churches in places where the gospel um, usually was unsuccessful. Um, He uproots things like principalities, um, ruling princes, or demonic forces in a particular area. He or she can uproot those things where other people were unsuccessful at casting those particular things out. And they call things the order, meaning that a church or a set of sister churches might have been in utter chaos for years. This person, he or she, is able to walk in and set order because of the anointing on their life. And another thing about the apostle is that they carry the anointing to keep the people gathered. Churches keep splitting over so many trivial things, and they're not able to stay gathered and to be maintained because of trivial things. It's because that anointing is not present. As for the prophet, the prophet is the most misunderstood of all the gifts, And as we look back in the Old Testament, it is said that the the prophets warned in that particular time. Like if we look at the prophet Jeremiah, how he was treated, he was even, even his own family turned his back on him when he began to preach, teach, and prophesy against the priest, um, against the king about how Babylon was going to come and how people were going to be taken away in the captivity. I know he talked about in Jeremiah 23, um, saying, woe is the shepherd who scatters the sheep. And this prophet was basically saying that the leaders are not supposed to scatter sheep, meaning a lot of times, you have people coming into the body of Christ that are wounded, that are hurting, and oftentimes they leave the body of Christ more wounded than they were when they came. And God is not pleased with that because he loves his sheep more than anything. And when we look at um, Psalms 23, It talks about basically Jesus Christ being the shepherd. Um, the Lord is my shepherd and I shall not want. And he leads me down in the, the green pastures. He restores my soul. That means that there's a peace when you come into the body of Christ because you're embracing Jesus Christ. As we embrace Jesus Christ, he is Jehovah Shalom, that is our Prince of Peace. And when people leave the body of Christ upset and wounded, it displeases. It displeases um, God so much. Because when people come to God, it says this in Psalm 23, that the Lord is my shepherd, I shall not want. He maketh me lie down in the green pastures. He leadeth me beside the still waters. He restores my soul. He leadeth me in the path of righteousness for his name's sake. Yea, through I walk through the valley and shadow of death, I will fear no evil, 
for thou art with me. Thy rod, thy staff, they comfort me. Basically, a shepherd is one that cares for the sheep because David actually wrote this passage of scripture. And he was a shepherd boy and took care of the sheep. Actually, when the sheep were uh, walking and they tried to wander away, they used the staff to bring them back, to bring them back so they wouldn't wander away and get hurt. So it's important, it is important for sheep to be corrected, um, given corrections, and then being disciplined. But what people have to understand, all these things have to be done in love. And when these things are not done in love, there's a serious problem because people end up with church hurt and they take offense. Um, They become offended. And some people leave church for years at a time, for so many years at a time because they have been wounded in in church, called church hurt. And, you know, it's getting late in the hour for that because Jesus Christ coming back soon. So it's imperative that people come back and surrender to Christ and let go and let God because we can't hold on to things um, and think that God is supposed to hear our prayers. Your prayers and everything can be hindered if you have bitterness in your spirit. Now I'm going to go on and I'm going to talk about the evangelist, but um, because I don't have, for the sake of time, I don't have a lot of time to uh, spend on each office. The evangelist is one that goes out in the, in the uh, trenches and ministers to the lost. They have a specific anointing, usually prophetic, a prophetic anointing as well, because the lost need to know um, that you have the Holy Spirit within you to be able to tell them about what happened to them when they were 10 years old or when they were 12 years old, what's happening to them now, and what how God is going to bring them out and give them victory of the problems that they're facing now. And Jesus was the evangelist because back in the back in the time of Jesus, if you were poor, you you weren't able to pay that temple tax to be able to go into the temple. And this is one of the reasons why Jesus taught on the street, taught to the people because people that were poor really didn't have the opportunity to hear the word of God because they couldn't afford it. And then now where church is supposed to be free, going into the word of God, people are still shunned and frowned upon because they're in gangs. People are afraid to approach certain people because they're prostitutes, because they use drugs. But evangelists have that uncanny ability and anointing to reach the people um, the other people wouldn't want to reach, and it's outreach. Um, the evangelist doesn't belong in the four walls of the church. They belong out in the trenches, in the shopping centers, on the street corners, in the ghettos, in bad neighborhoods, teaching and preaching and bringing these people to church, making and ensuring that they get there, and also um, casting out devils. The the apostle, prophet, and the evangelist 
and, and some pastors have the ability to cast out unclean spirits for people that are in bondage. And there's so many people that are in bondage as well as leaders. Um, and that's why it's imperative with that development issue that um, that you have people that can minister to you and mentor to you called spiritual midwives. Spiritual midwives. And spiritual midwives are usually um, apostles and prophets. They help a person birth out their particular ministry. And it could be a male or a female because it's of in the spiritual realm, you know, helping people birth things out. But with the evangelists, um, the reason churches are dying out in this hour is because the evangelist is in the church, in the church building when they should be out in the community and out and about speaking to the lost as Jesus did. And then you have the teacher, a person. The teacher is not necessarily a Sunday school teacher, but a person that has an uncanny ability to bring forth knowledge and revelation through the scriptures. It's an anointing through the scriptures. And I um, am a teacher as well through the scriptures so the people can understand and um, take that information that they have. uh, People have that ability to take that information given from a teacher and bring other people to Christ or get them out of bondage based on what you provide. And Jesus Christ in the scripture was called rabbi, which means teacher. Um, He taught in the streets, which was evangelism. Um, He prophesied to the woman at the well. That way he acted as a prophet, and he was sent. Um, John 3.16, he was sent into this world to die and um, for our sins and to be the Savior, John 3.16, which makes him the apostle. And Ephesians 2 and 20 says that he is the chief apostle. Um, and the word that I have to say is that Jesus Christ gave us this apostolic blueprint. The blueprint of the church must be followed. And if it's not followed, we are in error. And people wonder why the church um, does not operate with the signs, the wonders, and the miracles. Because we're not talking about the apostolic church, I mean the apostolic office, but all churches are apostolic because of Jesus Christ. And they're supposed to be set up the way Jesus Christ intended. And if it's not, we're in error. And like I was telling prophetess um, on the the phone yesterday, that even when you have cornbread or you're making a cake, if you leave out the eggs or you leave out one essential ingredient, then that particular uh, cake or cornbread is not going to turn out correctly. And so in order for the church to be ran effectively and adequately, it has to have all the offices present within congregations throughout the world, and not just in the United States, but throughout the world. And that prophetic voice has to be heard to get people to repent and to come back to Christ 
because oftentimes um, people are doing things and to no knowledge to the pastor or whoever is in the church, they just don't have any knowledge of what the person is doing. But as a prophet and as evangelists that operate prophetically, people operate prophetically are given words of knowledge, not to embarrass people, but to bring them back to Christ so they can repent and not be lost to sin. Because so many people um, are living in sin in the church, but they think because they go to church every week that it's going to allow them to get to heaven. But living for God or living for Jesus Christ is a lifestyle. It's a lifestyle, and we have to live from him and crucify ourselves to flesh daily um, because faith without works is dead, and it's important to have faith in God because our lives, our very lives, give witness to who we are in Christ because in Matthew 6 and 33 it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all of his righteousness. And all of these things shall be added unto you. So it's important in this hour that we live for Christ and that um, people that are supposed to be leaders, that they appropriately lead because there is so much blood on the leader's hands. And I know I was talking about this on Facebook. I had a post on Facebook that I was talking about, about blood being on certain people's hands because either they're intimidated not to prophesy correctly, and we can't allow fear to become a part of our ministries because God has not given us the spirit of fear, but he's given us the power of love and a sound mind. And Ezekiel 3 and 18 says, When I say unto the Lord, wicked, thou shalt surely die, and thou givest him not a warning or speakest to warn the wicked from his wicked ways to save his life, the same wicked man shall die in his iniquity, and his blood um, will I require at thy hand. So in other words, if there's something that you have to say prophetically to a person, it's imperative that you do it. Because in this hour, the leader's hands are bloody, and so are the sheep. The sheep's hands are bloody, according to Isaiah 1, and 1, 5 through 6. And Isaiah 1, 15 through 21 says, And when ye shall spread forth um, your hands, just a second, page is jumping here. I will hide my eyes from you, yea, when ye make my prayers. I will not hear you. Your hands are full of blood. And chapter um, verse 16 says, wash you, make you clean, and put away the evil of your doings from before mine eyes cease to do evil. Learn to do well. Seek judgment, relieve the oppressed, and judge fatherless, and plead for the widow. Come now and let us reason together, says the Lord. Through your sins be scarlet, and they shall be as white as snow. Though they they were red like crimson, they shall be like wool. 
If ye be willing to be obedient, ye shall eat the good of the land. But if ye refuse and rebel, ye shall be devoured with the sword, for the mouth of the Lord has spoken it. And how is the faithful city among the harlot? It is full of judgment and righteousness lodged into it, but now murderers. And it, it says that here in this passage of scripture, Isaiah was prophesizing, and he was talking to uh, the people that their hands were full of blood. Um, and so that's all I have to say for right now, um, in case anybody has any questions. Go ahead, prophetess. Amen, amen. Thank God, Prophet, for for the word of the Lord on today. The fivefold ministry gift um, in the in the in the kingdom of God, and most of all, Jesus is the chief cornerstone. And I love how you um, went into full detail of what each gift is, because I think a lot of people don't really know, um, you know, what that ministry gift entails and and how to flow in, in it. And so um, those of you that are listening, if you have any questions, you have comments for Prophet Karen, definitely press pound one. We want to get you on the air so you can, you know, ask your questions and, and leave your comments. Um, also, those that are listening online, um, in a couple of minutes or a couple of seconds, you're going to be cut off. So call into the show. Call into the show so you can leave your comments. It's 310 Four two seven four and press pound one. Amen. Mm-hmm. We're still waiting for you to chime in. Chime in, y'all. Amen. Don't be scared. Amen. <laughs> Ask your question. Mm-hmm. Um, Amen. You know, Amen. You know. Um, and, and Prophet Karen, thank you so much. We got to have you back on because, um, you know, it, it was so much more that I know the Lord wanted you to share. But, you know, because of the time and everything, but we have to have you back on the show to talk more about the ministry okay. gifts and how to mm-hmm. flow in, in it and and um, also talk about something that you said uh, while you were uh, teaching and preaching on today, um, church hurt. I believe there's so many yeah. that tune in to our station as well. They're, they're, they've been hurt in the church, and um, I've even had, uh, where someone told me years ago uh, when I first started doing radio, that I will never, ever go back into the building, the church building. I, I refuse to do that. Sure. And there's a lot of people out there that um, they refuse to go back into the church house. You know, they, they, mm-hmm. they've they been hurt. Um, and, and, yeah. and like you said, mm-hmm. there's a lot of, of responsibility uh, that the leaders have, you know, and mm-hmm. and. and, and Five time that we all stop playing church. It, it, this is not a play. It's not a. This is not a game. Uh, if we say we are living for Christ and we're sold out, we need to be sold out and we need to live for Christ. Um, stop mm-hmm. being fake and be real. You know, uh, get mm-hmm. rid of the tradition and religion. Stop putting God in a box. Really start going out there and, like you said earlier about the evangelist, we need to go out there and reach those lost souls. They're still lost mm-hmm. souls. Out here mm-hmm. in this world, there are still people that have not heard the good news of Jesus Christ. There are still mm-hmm. some people that even if they did hear the good news of Jesus Christ, 
They're walking in deception. They're walking in rebellion. They want to do what they want to do. They're walking in a reprobate mind. And we have to really go out there and pull these people and look and say, look, here's the truth. You know, you're not walking in the spirit of truth. You're, you're walking in your flesh, and you're walking in the ways of darkness, and you're walking in the ways of the world. And here's here's salvation right here. Amen. And so we really have to um, really get on on. on I, I, my mother used to say, get on the bandwagon, meaning you need to get on top of your game, meaning get real with the Lord. Stop saying, oh, I'm Christian, but your life does not show that you are a follower of Christ. You know, yeah. I, I hear that a lot. I hear that a lot. I'm saved, but you're, mm-hmm. out here, you're cursing, you're sexing, you're doing all kinds of stuff, and your life mm-hmm. is not lining up to your confession. I'm just going to say that again. Your life is not lining up to your confession. You're going out here, you're saying, I'm of Jesus Christ. I'm saved. I'm Christian. I'm Holy Ghost filled. But your life is not showing that. So you're not being real. You're being fake, and you're and you're walking in a reprobated mind. I'm just going to come on and I say I don't want to add so, one thing to that. Hosea 4 sure. and 6, that my people shall be destroyed due to lack of knowledge. But people leave out a lot, uh, a lot of that scripture. And it says, because you have rejected knowledge, I also will reject you from being a priest for me. Because you have forgotten the law of God, I will also forget your children. So you bring a curse upon yourself when you reject God and when you refuse to accept, you know, the word of God. When you refuse, because some people are willing to accept parts of the Bible, but they're not willing to accept all of it, and that's a problem. They try to use what suits them. You know, if they're comfortable with one part, then they'll obey it. But if they're not comfortable with another part, then they're not going to obey it. And so we got to obey and be totally sold out and surrendered to Christ, totally surrendered. To him, like, because the Bible says, all thy ways acknowledge him, and he shall direct thy path. Yes, yes, yes. And, you know, um, it's not funny. It's not happenstance because I I posted that exact same scripture on my Facebook earlier today. So God has a way of always confirming his word. So I'm excited about that. And since nobody Mm -hmm. wants to chime in, I do um, want to say this. If you still have any comments and any questions for Prophet Karen, make sure you go to Spirit Soul Radio Network page on Facebook and leave your comments mm-hmm. there. Um, you can also message us. You can also go to her website. I have your website on our slideshow. Um, I'm also going to mm-hmm. share it on our Facebook page so that they can, you know, connect with you and get in contact with you um, if they, you know, want to leave their comments and ask you questions. Because I know there's people out there, they have questions, especially when it, when um, you talk about the gifts and, and ministry and, and calling uh-huh. and birthing purpose. So thank you again, Prophet Cameron. We got we have to have you back on the show, so we got to get together and try to figure out, um, uh, you know, the dates and time and everything like that. But thank you so much for coming on the show uh-huh. and, and ministering to our listeners on today. Yeah, and I want to thank God for allowing me to come on because I was very sick and one of my sisters prayed for me. Prophetess Shannon Fisher from Utah, 
I just want to thank her for praying with me before I came on because, you know, I was very sick. And you know the enemy does that because he doesn't want the word to go forward. And I didn't even know what I was going to talk about. It was basically what I have learned throughout the years. So I just thank God for revelatory knowledge because it wasn't anything that I prepared. (laughs) It's just what God had gave me. So thank you for having me. I hope I did okay. And um, always wonderful when you speak the word <laughs> of the Lord. So it was excellent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Well, again, thank you so much, Prophet Karen. I thank God for the dear sister that prayed over you. And, you know, their power in prayer. Prayer changes Amen. things. And I'm so glad Amen. that um, you were able to have someone that can come into agreement to, uh, mm-hmm. you know, pray over you and then God would have his way where you were able to speak to us on tonight. So thank you so much. And um, have a blessed weekend. weekend cause I know it's Friday, so have a blessed weekend, okay? Amen. Thank you. All right. All right, everybody. Thank you for tuning in to SPSN Listen Live. Today was just a little bit different because we wanted the Lord to truly have his way. Amen. You don't always have to go through a show format. You don't have to always go by script. Amen. And many of you that know me, you know that I go with the flow of the Lord. Amen. And so on tonight, we just let God truly, truly have his way. Amen. And so, uh, again, uh, thank you all for tuning in to SPS and Listen Live. Make sure you spread the word about this broadcast. Also, join me Monday. I'm excited. Join me Monday uh at 12 noon to 2 o'clock p.m. on gospelisgolden.com, gospelisgolden.com. God is doing some wonderful things. We're increasing, and he's spreading, you know, our our territory. He's expanding our territory. So not only can you hear SPS Stainless Alive here on Spirit Soul Radio Network, you can also listen on gospelisgolden.com. So in the meantime, I want you all to have a blessed weekend. Remember to be encouraged, be inspired, and be what? Forever changed. God bless. Are you ready?